0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast, the blue collar tradesman show that uh, focuses on small business and entrepreneurship and also has a huge desire in the heart to get the new generation up into the trades. As always, my trusty sidekick Max, my Robin to my Batman, and that's the only superhero combo I know. Uh, we are on episode eleven we're cruising right along here it's actually going uh we've had some cool people on the show yeah recently we had a uh, tattoo artist tattoo shop owner A j we had the uh, my marketing buddy Dan, who was before that the farmers God made a farmer our top plum our top plum bums video views on youtube <laughs> <laughs> but uh we're cruising right don't along know why here. I mentioned that. <laughs> you know, you know me. I'm a ball buster. Yeah. But uh, anyway, where we are we are here today with uh, a buddy of mine who works with our business, working with in uh, claims adjusting. Mike Proto from Metro Public Adjustment. He's a claims just claims adjuster. You said you're an independent claims adjuster. Yeah, claims. Senior claims representative. Senior claims rep. <laughs> All right. So he's he's here. He's going to talk about some insurance, and this is actually a good follow-up show because so so you know you you've talked to my cleanup guy otto yes uh, with from jigsaw yeah he did a a show a couple episodes and we talked a lot about insurance okay and he he gave some pretty good field stories so this this episode is a good follow-up to him because you guys are kind of in the same you're more of the administrative part of what he does right would you say well we're there to represent policy
1: policyholders Make sure they get treated and paid fairly so you're, you're here to you're here yeah. to
0: protect the homeowner. Exactly. exactly. And they need protection.
1: A lot of it these days.
0: Listen, we me and Max talk about it all the time that insurance companies, it's it's a necessity today, but what they don't cover and you have a disaster and like well they'll say, No, you know what? Actually we can't do that. We can cover this, but you're screwed on this and like it's yeah. become an industry that is so overblown, blown out. And you need guys like you who will come in as an independent voice to stick up for the homeowner.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're there to advocate on your behalf. And uh, listen, the industry as a whole right now is kind of, it's not in a great shape. Um, Your industry the your insurance industry? The insurance industry. It's it's tightening up. Um, I think the inflation has really hurt the business. And they're paying out more in claims because the cost of building materials and everything has gone up. Um, so, you've seen big-name carriers like State Farm and Allstate not offering new policies in places like California. If you have a policy there, you still have it. But if you go to buy a new home and you're starting to shop around, they're not offering policies there.
0: Oh, wow. So, they're not even taking new customers in, those, in that state. In those states, are out. Holy cow. Because of the cost, it's just too much? Yeah. So, I mean,
1: there's a lot that gets bandied about with this stuff, but the inflation is a big part of it and people some people aren't aware of like reinsurance what's reinsurance <laughs> insurance for the insurance companies oh my god oh, so if man. they're if they're telling them whatever they have to make changes i mean they have to be profitable right yeah it's a, business. <laughs> it's, the, still it's a business in the end it's a business absolutely so if their bottom line is
0: getting hurt they have they have to make changes i mean i understand it's a business and i i actually i respect that but me and sure. Max deal with a lot of, of disaster. home desa- – I mean, listen, we're plumbers. We deal with yeah. floods. We deal with a whole bunch of stuff, fires even, because p- we, plumbers, plumbers will set something on fire in the house from using the uh, – not us, but there's other plumbers that have to <laughs> deal with Once. that. Once. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a couple episodes we talked about one of my first <laughs> jobs here yeah. was a customer in Englewood whose house got set on fire by a plumber. The whole thi- half the house burned down, and then she brought right. us in, and we've been her plumbers ever since for like the last yeah. nine years,
1: and those end up being water related losses because a lot of the damage ends up from them putting the fire out, yeah, you know well, the house is, the house is just doomed after oh, that. You mean yeah. that
2: you mean that the damage comes from not just the fire sure, but from I'm the not. water they get yeah to you're
1: going to have the fire and the smoke damage don't get me wrong, but when they have to come and put the fire out, mm. that water, all that water they use that's. I mean, the, house to is, the
0: damage. The house is pretty much condemned it after shot. you have a fire in it, it right? It's yeah. done. It's done. But um, so, it depends on the extent of it. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> so I know there is. I know there is a certain point where, it, if a fire gets to a certain point, the house is done. There's nothing you can do. Do you know the percentage of a house that would? I don't. I don't. I mean, usually... what's What would, what would you guess?
1: I, I couldn't tell you. I okay. don't know the answer to it. But I'm sure like the fire department or the town is going to come in and look and say, They're gonna you assess. can't live here. It's not safe to be Yeah.
0: Here. So what's the official
1: definition of claims adjuster? Well, again, I'm a public adjuster, and I... You know, like we were talking about even before we started, the biggest hurdle for me sometimes is that people don't even know we exist. Yeah. That there's somebody out there that can advocate for you. I mean, I, I look at my job as education and representation. Okay. I try to educate people about their policies to make sure that they're protected, that they have good coverages before anything happens. The last what? thing I ever want to have happen is for me to tell you, you're not covered for this loss. Right. And there's nothing that I can do. Um, And then the second part of it is representation, professional representation. When you have a claim, making sure that you're getting treated and paid out fairly on on the loss. Right. So that's what we're there to do. I'm fully licensed through the State Department of Insurance. Um, Okay. So everything we do is under the microscope. I'm bonded. All that stuff is there for your protection as a policyholder when we work for you. And you're insured.
2: So should somebody (laughs) come to you for... To get an insurance policy? To get the best insurance policy? No.
1: No, I don't sell insurance. That's the whole thing. I'm an advocate. I don't don't really sell anything. Okay. I'm not selling anything except my advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: like, if somebody wanted to get your services to be like, listen, I trust your judgment on getting the best, you know, flood insurance or getting the best, you know, fire insurance or whatever it is, can somebody come to you with that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that I do is proactive in nature, which Mm -hmm. is give a policy review for somebody. That way, most people are underinsured and they don't know it. That, that's the big picture Otto off the said bat. said the same thing. Yeah. They, the they, same don't, same rea- thing, they yeah. don't realize that. Even yeah. on, your, on your dwelling. Um, this happened a couple of years ago. There were some wildfires in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And some million-dollar homes were lost. And it ended up being a, a big debacle because people were underinsured on yeah. their dwelling. Forget yeah. about the rest of it. They didn't have enough money to rebuild the home to where it was supposed to be. I mean, that that's how bad it can be. And, and a lot of times the insurance companies are using their own estimating software, whatever they have, to determine what you should have. But it's
0: not always right. Right. It's scary. Well, the, we, the insurance company is a business. It is a business in, in the long run. So sure. I, it's almost like you look at it like a casino. The casino is always going to win. Sometimes you get a nice payout, but the casino is there to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, is that a good comparison? Yeah, or no? I mean, it, it it's sad
1: to sort of have to look at it in the, in those terms because the insurance companies are supposed to act in good faith. Yeah, and every state, states like New Jersey here, there's tons of laws and regulations that they have to abide by. That there may be certain times that they have to determine if the, you know, what if they're going to cover a loss or not. yeah, how how much time that they have bef- when there's a settlement to actually cut the check. There's a whole laundry list of things that they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the big picture as a policyholder, what I see every day is people getting frustrated, banging their head up against the wall, trying to deal with the insurance company on their own. Uh, you know, they, there's a famous book called Delay, Deny, Defend. I think it was written by somebody in Rutgers. You can find it on Amazon. Okay. It goes through all the tactics of what they do to try and not pay out claims properly. This is what people are are facing,
0: and that's what you're for. Or that's now, what you do. Yeah.
2: But the case now is you're saying that they're overpaying claims, or they're paying out claims more than what like the value of the actual damage or the property. No, is? I, I think
1: no? the cost of the materials and everything have yeah. gone up because of inflation. Okay. So you know the they're same paying the out. Same, let's say there was the same exact claim from five years ago, or even three years ago. That claim is more money. You know, to get back to the pre-loss yeah. condition yeah. for that homeowner.
2: Are they getting, are they, oh, sorry, I, I just want to ask this question because I had a friend who had this issue I, with with his car. I don't know how much you know about auto, but yeah. he had a he had a Toyota Camry. He got into a fender bender, okay? And the body shop that the insurance company told him to take it to ended up get, making it a total loss. Right. And they just gave him what the car was worth right then and there, but is that, is that on the insurance company to not properly like give the right amount of money or?
1: Well, I mean, auto is different. I don't, yeah. I don't deal with auto. Let me just at least say that, <laughs> but um, I think the industry, what the way things used to be in years past, was that company adjuster would show up and be empowered to actually cut a check on on the spot, and somewhere along the lines. They'd lost that authority. And I, I see examples of even independent adjusters, and I should explain that in a second, okay. what independent adjusters are. But they actually work on behalf of the insurance company. They'll, they'll do a scope. They'll do an estimate. They'll sub- submit it to whatever carrier, and it gets pushed up the chain, and a supervisor says, no, denied. <laughs> or partially denied.
2: So they don't even trust so, their own guys.
1: It's just not the way things operate now. I think their business model is to try to get out from from paying as much as they can. Yeah. Whether that means lowballing, partially denying, fully denying, um, they're
0: gonna they're gonna challenge people at times to sue. Understanding that insurance is a business, right. businesses need to make money. Sure. And we, I, w- I will extend a certain amount to this industry that has to make money to pay their employees but of course on a scale of one to ten <laughs> ten being the most how corrupt you know the scale is the insurance industry today <laughs> on a um, on a scale of i don't know on a
1: one to ten uh i mean I, i'm gonna shy away from using the word corrupt <laughs> okay that's fair um but like I, I said, like I said, I think a lot of these carriers, their business model it, it is to try to get out from from paying. I mean, this is where professional help of a licensed public adjuster is is so important, and really from the beginning of a claim, because we're going to document everything in such a way that if it does go to legal, yeah, you have that ammunition so there. Homeowners need to jump on someone like
0: you immediately.
1: It's always better to get us from the beginning. Okay. And there are a number of reasons for that. First and foremost, most people have no idea what the claims process is. Right. They, they have no, they no idea. Know, they don't even they know what mistakes. phone number to call. I mean, take your, your industry. When there's a water-related loss, yeah. you have duties after loss in the policy. That never happens to us, but go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> that means that if you have a broken pipe— you need to separate out the damage from the undamaged items. Right. You need to get the restoration company in there to do the dry out and clean up to pr- mitigate further damage like mold. hmm Okay. That's on you as the policyholder. Okay. And often I see people like, the insurance company's not getting back to me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, it's in your contract. Duties after loss. Yeah. You've got to put the tarp on the roof if something happens. They could use that against you and ultimately deny the claim if you are not... D- if you don't if do the procedure properly, you're not upholding your obligations under the policy, and that's where
0: you come in and you really, yes. you really step in and take care. So
1: um, they're skilled and trained at, at tripping you up. I mean, people have to realize the minute you make a call to that claims hotline, they're probably recording you. Yeah, and even if you just inquire about coverage that you don't have, they can log it as a claim and it'll go on your record. So sheisty,
0: not keroth, but sheisty, sketchy. <laughs> People have to be careful. Yeah, this is
1: this is what I'm here to do—to try to educate and caution yeah. people. And I'm here to protect your interests.
0: What's the worst job you ever walked in on? Someone says I need it. We need we need to adjust this claim, and you walk into this house and you're like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> um, that's a good question. Actually, I'm not, I'm not sure
1: if I've had any that were like really really bad. I get a lot of claims from other states. Okay, so I mean, I had one from mississippi recently which the woman had like thousands of gallons of water a broken pipe situation or a frozen yeah. pipe situation in their house well you got and they yeah. they weren't home i think at the time
0: it happened the entire house is a loss yeah we had that okay that was one of my worst jobs i talked about it i won't go into too much detail but the guy went on vacation for six weeks came back yeah. and boiling hot water was pouring oh, in wow. his living room for three to four weeks
1: or something like that yeah I mean, oh. people have to be careful about being out of the house because a vacancy provision in the policy could kick, kick in. Yep. And if if
0: it's triggered, yeah. you may not have coverage for certain losses. That was a huge issue on his job when he went on vacation. Yeah. And they're like, well, what was your thermostat? Do you have your heating records? Yeah, they they went to town because they were basically going to have to build a new house. So they were working every angle to not do that. Yeah. And I remember it was that was probably within a year that I first started in the plumbing mm-hmm. industry and that was crazy. That was just a crazy disaster. Yeah. But, uh, so you have foot soldiers in other states basically.
1: You got yeah, guys I on mean, the ground. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I'm affiliated with Metro Public Adjustment. They've been at this for 30 years. So, um, you know, we things are evolving yeah. in the business to the point where, you know, we can do claims remotely, virtually. Yeah. digital This stuff is the like world that. we're living in and the technology keeps getting better and better. So, we're constantly getting better and better.
0: Here's why digital still kind of makes makes me irk a little bit. Because people will send us videos and pictures. But yeah. then the customer knows what... Like, even the customer who doesn't know anything about plumbing, for some reason, they know that they should be hiding things in the picture that they send to us for an estimate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I understand it. You're a homeowner. It's tough times. But digital still, there's always going to be a need... In my opinion, to put people on the floor, on the ground and get in there and take a look in real in yeah, real life. Yeah, I mean, I still prefer
1: boots on the ground. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we've been getting better and better at this remote adjusting stuff. And I even heard of, uh, I'm not sure the name mm-hmm. of the app, but I heard about an app that actually, they, it can map out, the, map out the whole house. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. So these are things that I'm sure we're going to be looking into utilizing yeah. more and more. Did you have something to say?
2: No.
0: You just over there twiddling I, thumbs. Uh, yeah, I'm yes. listening. I'm, I'm, he, this, this I've it. rendered him speechless.
2: No, this is interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning a lot because this is a subject that it's I know about nothing time. about. This is a yeah. subject that I know nothing about. I so. mean,
0: there, there's just a, there's a lot of issues, but I mean, we really don't know. Me, we, I, listen. I go to I, Nancy calls. She goes, oh, there's six fi- there's six inches of water in someone's basement. There's some pump and it's pulling out of their toilet." I was like, mm. "All right, get these people on it first, <laughs> and then we'll deal with it." Right. So it's you guys, you and Otto, who was our cleanup guy at the moment, and we're trying to kind of figure out how to balance that. To be honest, we, we, we actually started talking in the late spring or even early right. summer. Yeah. So we haven't even gone through a winter together yet, ah. which is when all our disasters happen. Okay. I mean, so we have – that's when, uh, that's when I have Otto running – Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otto running around like crazy and stuff like that. And then really when it comes down to like the rain – it's not our problem because it's sure. coming in from outside. So right. I, give, I say, you know, go ahead and clean it up. But we haven't had too much of that. Yeah. But like I said, we have not had been through a winter together yet. Yeah. So. But the sump pump thing can come into play, too. Sump pumps, absolutely. Or so. the, like when everything thaws, we get, you know,
1: but. Uh, yeah. We get a lot of frozen pipes in the, in the spring, too, believe it or not. Because what happens is people haven't used their outdoor bib. Yeah. They've shut it off. They don't. They shut
0: it off and, and don't they, winterize it properly. Yeah, they don't
1: winterize it properly. And then when they first go to use it, it's cracked on the yeah. inside. And sometimes people don't even know the, where the water's coming from. Exactly. And it's actually a frozen pipe yeah. in April. Let's talk, let's
0: talk about hose bibs. Here's, <laughs> let me lay it down. Max, tell us how you properly winterize a hose bib. It's very simple, people.
1: You shut
2: it off on the inside and you leave it open on the outside.
0: So everything dribbles out over so the winter. Is,
2: yeah, yeah you're not, you don't have water sitting compressed in the pipe.
0: And we get, we get service calls for us to come over and do that. Yeah. And Nancy's like, listen, honestly, ching it's very ching. easy. <laughs> yeah. I've cool. seen like a, a cover thing that people can put on it's, it, too. It's useless. Yeah. If you insulate a pipe and you stick it outside, it's still going to get the same temperature as the Those outside. Those frost-free right. hose bibs, yeah. too, are Garbage. nonsense. Too. It's frost-free, like, pressure relief. Yeah. It's, yeah. Don't even put them in your house because you have to replace them every the year. The good hose right.
2: bib with a metal ball that closes and opens it. That's yep. it. You <laughs> leave that open in the winter. And closed, closed, on the inside. Yeah,
0: and but, that's it. But that's a lot of insurance claims for us, and that's when I get mm-hmm. you to ins- you to to adjust the claim. Yeah, we need to clean up guys over there. So it's it's like you ever seen the movie The Fifth Element? Do you remember that um, movie with Bruce Willis?
1: I think I have seen it. So the villain, I'm a big movie buff too. So the
0: villain, <laughs> so he, uh, it's like Zorg Industries. It's typical comic book, you know, story, but the Zorg Industries is the evil corporation and mm-hmm. the leader of Zorg is like trying to justify how why he does this horrible business Yeah, and he flicks this glass off the desk and it breaks everywhere and all these little robots come out and he's like oh look at that chaos happens and all these people run in and they fix it and they have something to do now right. <laughs> and every time someone calls the business and says I got water pouring into my basement and I feel like just Zorg Industries just dispatching people the glass. To... yeah I think I've seen that movie it's in like outer space or something yeah right? or something. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good flick. That came out I saw it in the movie theaters in 90s. He always says, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You want you want to know his age? He always says a movie that like like I say, "Oh, I saw a really good movie the other day. It's, you know, it's an older movie." Goes, "I saw it in theaters." <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, I'm 28. You're the he's, baby. Yeah, yeah. he's 13. I'm like almost twice your age, dude. He's yeah.
0: 13 years younger than that's me. That's scary. So, so every time like scary. I I was in what, what, every time Beetlejuice or something comes on It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters That my dad took me <laughs> oh, to wow. In like 1988 And every time I look at him I saw this movie in theaters Yeah, And then he looks back and he goes What well, do you think you're cool? Winona you Ryder cool? <laughs> yeah. They're coming out with a second one Beetlejuice yeah, yes.
1: 2 yeah. You know what's funny is my, my kids got all into the Broadway show I have an 11 and 13 year old girl There's a Broadway show? There, well now it's gone oh. So it, it, it closed up shop but my kids, they, they absolutely loved it. Yeah. And so they went to see it again and then they went to see another showing down in Philadelphia because it was like on the road or something like that. I'm like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? <just> going <laughs> Listen, I love show. that movie.
0: I love that movie. And, it-
1: uh, they know Winona, Winona Ryder from the Netflix uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, which is yeah. also
0: another great show. Yeah, which I'm waiting for the next season to come out, but they, they wait like yep. four and a half years before yeah. each season. And Cobra Kai too. Let me, <laughs> yeah, and Cobra Kai exactly. Yeah. So let me ask you: The Beetlejuice house after Beetlejuice was done wreaking havoc, how much do you think the people got insurance payoff for? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> What do you think the claims adjusting looked over at I don't know. They have to be in the house for a certain amount of
1: time before they can file a claim. (laughs) Let
0: me um, ask you this. What excuses would the insurance company make for that situation and not pay it out? I'm
1: trying to remember exactly what happened with that house. (laughs) You know what? I'll tell
0: you exactly what the insurance company would say. Your daughter Lydia went up into the attic and summoned these demons, Ah. so it's her fault and you're responsible.
1: Well, I I don't know if demons are a covered peril. (laughs) Acts of God? That's that's another myth, by the way. Is it? yeah, I mean, what's the light, deal light, with that? Lightning is an act of God, isn't it? Yeah, a hurricane is an act of God. That's your wind peril. I, I, I'm like, I don't know where people get this stuff that you're not covered for. An do act, insurance an say act of God?
0: Do they say that? So I hear I this think, big thing with trees. Yeah, tr- when a tree falls on on your house, right? That insurance companies always use the act of. Is that true? Or is something? It's, were, it's a
1: wind created loss. It's under the wind peril. But, yeah, but the interesting part of that is if your neighbors. Tree falls on your house, mm-hmm. your homeowner policy kicks is, in. So, okay. It covers so, it, not theirs. Hmm. So,
2: the, yeah. is, is the problem mostly that you, what you see is that instead of calling you, the homeowner will call the insurance company and the insurance company, like you said, will deflect and the homeowner will just be like, oh, I guess I'm not well, covered with
1: that. They'll start asking questions. Um, and again, this is related to your industry and water related mm-hmm. losses. Um, yes, they'll start probing. Uh, well, h- how long has this been going on for? Well, I noticed it, uh, you know, a few months ago, and then it happened again. Well, now it's an ongoing issue, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're you're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I tell people plead the fifth. Yeah. Don't
0: say anything. N- literally. I Basically, mean, when you talk to a police I officer, do thing. All say of a sudden, a this thing. happened. Right? Plead
1: the fifth.
2: Yeah. But, but let here's somebody a, he, go to the Here's, bat here's, for here's the other problem that I know with insurance and uh, taking it to like a serious topic is that. People are afraid to use their insurance because yeah. they, they know the premiums. That, the, right? their premiums. Their gonna, premiums going
0: up. Everything, my, yeah.
2: Exactly. Everything yeah. goes up. My father's in the auto industry and every time like something happens, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go through insurance because he doesn't want his premium to go up. And he's right. like, ah, it might be cheaper for me to even just deal with it myself. It's like, yeah. but you're required to have insurance. But if somebody knows you, then that yeah. might help, right? It, it'll help them out. Yeah.
1: And I'm I'm glad you're bringing this up, too, because property insurance and auto insurance are really different. So, you know, auto insurance, you have an accident or whatever, you have a speeding ticket, you're going to get hit. But with property insurance, it's more akin to health insurance. Like you use it, you're, it's it's really not supposed to go up. Yeah. And it's more myth than fact that you're going to have a premium in- increase if you have a loss. Again, it, it depends. So, say to New Jersey as, actually has laws or regulations about this you okay. can't be singled out for an increase so if you have a broken pipe uh-huh. the insurance company is not supposed to raise your rates they're prohibited but do okay. they okay do they sneak oh yeah i mean I, I have a fellow adjuster and before he got in this business like i did that happened to him his carrier increased his rates he found out that they weren't allowed to do it he wrote the state department of insurance and banking mm-hmm. all the money that he was paying additional yeah
0: they had to send it back to him. Wow. Really? Yeah. So is yeah. that something that you, you'll you pick out? You'll say, listen, your insurance company is scamming you here. And you'll be able well, to pick look, that Well, look, this out. is
1: part of the education part, right, yeah. that I try to do, is, is like we're doing right now. Try to tell people that they shouldn't be concerned about being singled out. Now, you may have a claims-free discount on the policy, and that's a roundabout way that the, the carriers can hit you. Yeah. So maybe you're saving $200 a year on your premium. You may lose that for three years, but what's two hundred dollars a year if you've got a ten thousand or twenty thousand dollar loss? I mean, two hundred dollars is a lot of money. You know, but <laughs> but sometimes I'll tell people you don't want to file a claim because you don't want to lose that. Right. You know what I mean? You, you know, if you've got a loss that's only a couple thousand dollars or maybe a little bit of over your deductible, it's not worth it. How long have
0: you been in this industry?
1: Ah, uh, it has been. Over th- well over three years. I mean, I I passed my test and got my license like three years ago, and okay. then it took them like four months to send the damn thing to me. What were you doing before and this? And before that, I was, um, you know, I was studying because that was a COVID year. Oh. Um, so I was yeah. getting ready to take the test in I like gotcha. April of 2020, and all the testing centers shut down. Yeah. I couldn't take the test until September. You know. That's right. So, but yeah, no, I was in different industries before this. So those old COVID uh, business years. world, nonprofit world. <laughs> yeah. So, marketing research for a long time. I built swimming pools before plumbing. There you go. In-ground swimming pools. Now, where do you think your in-the-ground swimming pool is covered under your policy? Like, nowhere. They probably (laughs) don't cover anything with (laughs) a swimming pool because so many things could go wrong. It's covered. It is. But is it under the dwelling coverage, the other structures, or personal property? No, I don't even or... know
0: these words you're saying to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: why I'm quiet because I'm I'm watching. If you could see me, I'm just watching him, and I'm just like, oh my uh, god, he's mesmerized. There's,
0: there's so much
2: <laughs> stuff. There's so much. There's so much stuff to know and so much stuff to learn, and I'm just and like language, uh, <laughs> exactly uh, language
0: yeah. that we're not familiar with. Like, yeah, it's you know, we're you retard[s]. Yeah. <laughs> we're retarded farmers. <plumbers.
2: laughs> it's you know when you sit down with somebody who knows a lot more than you. Who's, who's smarter than you, and you're just like, well. I can't say anything because if I say something, <laughs> I'm going to sound dumb. So I'm trying not to ask dumb questions either. Yeah. So yeah. it's like y- – Try to make insurance fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but it's right. People <laughs> insurance do, can be fun.
2: People, people need to know this. And like I said, I, yeah. I I do keep going back to this because this is the the field that I know. I know the plumbing field, obviously, but I know the auto industry. But I know that like – the are, are people not insured? or not insured at all. I, I know you said that they're underinsured, but like in the auto industry, my father has dealt with a lot of situations where people don't have insurance, don't have car, you know, you they don't just understand don't have it. how many uh, people have yeah. don't have car insurance on the roads in New Jersey. That's scary.
1: You know, because that that's meant to protect other people, Yeah. With, yeah. Al- om- almost more than yourself, right? Well, with yeah. ho- with homes, like how wh- Do you see are that? Are there with a lot homes? of
0: people who don't have home ins- home insurance? Like, yeah. No.
1: Most most people have policies um in I, this state Yeah, I mean first of all if you have a mortgage you have to Okay. I I've, yeah. I've heard people who have their houses paid off who either don't have it cause, or they're considering <laughs> not having yeah. it. I mean uh, as as bad as the industry can be, I think it's crazy to not have it. I of mean li- listen, if you're a multimillionaire and you could afford to rebuild if God forbid something happens, that's one thing, yeah. but the vast majority of us exactly. are
0: not in that boat. <laughs> And more so, the mass, vast majority as we go day by day right now. <laughs> but, so, uh, what's the, so um, I've heard the biggest mistake before, prior to, prior to this show, that the, the biggest mistake that people make is they're underinsured when they buy a policy. They buy a policy yeah. based on cost, not by policy. It, would you agree that that's the biggest mistake oh, people yeah. make? Yeah. No question. P- price is completely
1: secondary to having good coverage.
0: That has to be when you're shopping? Is that you really have to look at it that way? I mean,
1: ideally, you're getting the best of both worlds. Um, you know, I always tell people to get an independent broker to shop. Avoid the captive agents. Avoid yeah. the big name companies you see advertising it on TV every two seconds. Yeah, um, those companies often sell what we call modified form policies. They're not a standard um, HO3 policy, and HO3 is what most people have. Okay, HO1 is like a basic policy, like a fire policy. HO2 adds in other named perils. Mm-hmm. So what are named perils? Fire, smoke, lightning, um, accidental discharge of water from a plumbing system or an appliance, toilet overflow. Um, what else am I not thinking of? Wind. Okay. Wind losses. Uh, so that includes hurricanes, tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm missing some. Oh, it's hard to remember all of them. Oh, but of when course. you have an HO3 policy, you're covered for the sixteen named perils and sudden or accidental damage that can occur in the home. Okay. You know, you're barbecuing outside and and your grill melts the siding. You're covered for that.
0: Even though that, even though it's your fault, huh?
1: Even if you're covered for your own stupidity.
0: Okay, that's nice. a good
1: rule of thumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's actually a good tagline for a new insurance I'm really company. To come. Close right. to the house next
1: time. Yeah, your ki- your kid has a bucket of water in the upstairs and dumps it all over the place and ends up in downstairs. That's that's a covered loss. Oh wow! You know, if you accidentally scratch up your your hardwood
0: floors, you know, moving furniture around, you're actually covered for things like that. Oh, listen, really? people people are nervous. I understand why people are nervous. They think like even if you call the insurance company, yeah, that like you're going to get docked because you know you it's like. I don't know. Most people, you're right. Most people do not understand this industry at all. And it's no people go into the court system and the legal system is so filled with stuff that we, that the average person doesn't know, but they bring a lawyer with them right, to decode all that. But people try to tackle their insurance issues and damage issues so low yeah. and they get totally screwed. Uh, the best way I've had it put to me is it's like
1: a little leaguer going up against the New York Yankees. I yeah. mean, he, you're you're outmanned. You're at a complete disadvantage going on about yeah. it on your own. Uh, they have their adjusters, they have engineers, they have lawyers, if need be. They will squash you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's really it is like being in a, in a court of law almost. I mean, you're you're preparing for that. You if, need someone to decode eventually. all that stuff. Yeah. Listen,
2: so I just want to ask because you said most people have HO threes. Yes. Most people have HO threes. That's the middle of the road type policy.
1: No that uh, that's generally what most people have again HO3 is considered an all risk or open perils policy.
0: And that's that's so. that's a good policy to have. You're you're saying yeah. that they're in a, they're in a pretty I mean, good boat with yes. that. Yes. And with you that. also
2: said don't go with tent try not to go with those bigger brand yeah. names Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I w- Be- I would think to go with the bigger brand names No.
0: No. How do you think they're, they're they're using your money to pay for those commercials? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? I, and their sponsors. Uh, and yeah, exactly.
2: I, I guess, but like like I have Geico and I've had problem I have never had a problem with it and I've had to use them and, you know. I, see, yeah. I
0: hear a lot of gripes about well, Mike said yeah. Mike said auto and home is totally different. But I've yeah. heard a lot of gripes about Geico. Probably. I mean, I don't know. To it's the,
2: different for everybody, obviously, yeah. but it's like
0: They're they're all capable of you, you yeah. know,
1: of not paying out properly. They're the all
0: there account. to make money. It's not a secret. Uh, the but ins- but the weird know.
1: thing is, I mean, they're, they're selling policies that cover all those things that I was just talking about, mm-hmm. which most people, you know, if, it, maybe if you're moving your furniture around, you scratch up your hardwood floors, you're, n- you're not going to bother. I mean, right. listen, I, I had my kid knock the stool over in my kitchen and it poked a hole in my tile floor. Okay. That's a covered loss. But am I going to do it? I mean, I could right. get I could get an entire new floor for that. Well, plus plus
0: your deductible. I mean, so gonna- you
1: know the thing is that they're selling these policies that cover that stuff. So they should have they should live up to it. Yeah, right. I mean, they really should be living up to yeah. it. But did you? I mean, it? it's natural for no, no. Okay. So the, it's natural. I said, did I make me, the did I, was I make the ask claim? If you oh. use it,
2: I don't know. If like, <laughs> I want to know if he
1: thinks it's worth it. or I not. I mean, it's it's natural for people to say i'm going to use it for something big. yeah
0: yeah so
1: and, and i get that and if it you don't do sense. it right
0: you're not getting that payout on something big properly if they don't bring yeah. a guy like you in so anyway let's take a quick break let's uh reset have some water <laughs> smoke them if you got them and then we'll be back in a little bit we're here with right. mike proto again from metro public adjustment mike thanks for being here appreciate yeah. it no, i appreciate you guys having me. and we'll be back shortly
2: catch me out on a Saturday it's, it's all uh, catch
1: me outside catch me outside How my concern that? meter is up in terms yeah. of doing that well, you I got hear the you
0: kids
2: and everything like that too So listen
0: not only is not only our industries desperate to make money but so are the so are U- townships Uber's so. cheaper
2: than a DUI that's what everybody always says it's cheaper than a DUI Where I got friends that can't drive now
0: at your age they had lost their license well,
2: he's 31 30 and he's Hasn't had his license for years.
0: Wow, oh, loser.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do I know? This do we want to talk about? Yeah, you do. And you want to talk about your loser friends? Because <laughs> we can we can rattle them off like.
0: Let's talk about them. Just don't say their names. That's fine. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we'll create an alias. Yeah, exactly, an alter ego. Yes. Let's just make an alias Stupid. off there. Off off their, off their um, physical Soup features. Hit. I like
1: that
0: one. <laughs> All right. We're back, people.
2: Have we been recording? Yeah. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I kind of like to do that. I like to fade in with like the low part of the music.
2: He does that to me. He, there's times where he'll record while I'm yeah. like, BSing with the guest, and, and uh, like, he catches yeah. me in in nonsense.
0: <laughs> That's why I'm trying to sharpen up your game. No.
1: It's very
2: dull.
0: Your game is dull. Yeah.
1: I expect uh, Points Bet to be a sponsor before long.
0: Points Bet? Points Bet, yeah. What's that? Gambling. Oh. Yeah. Let's work on that. You <laughs> know brought what we were. Tra- brought
1: to you by Points Bet. Oh my
0: gosh. That's got to be a really good sponsorship. sponsorship. What are the odds <laughs>
2: that we're going to flood this house today? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We maybe we can do that. Maybe we can do <laughs> it. I did not gasp like that. Shut up. Oh, maybe we God. can do that though on the website, like the over under for uh, success. <laughs> over under for
2: damage versus success.
0: I mean, the house always wins. How does that happen? You get that
2: anyway. We can get him involved. He's got insurance, and
0: yeah. <laughs> you, we want to get in on this, Mike. <laughs> figure out how to. I don't know how to there, There's something here.
2: Uh, it's weird, but there's something here.
0: I mean, I'm always i I always got the wheels turning to figure out how to bring. As as mundane as the plumbing industry is, always thinking about the pot. Let's look at this podcast. Like,
2: yeah, it's nonsense. I mean, it is. (laughs) (laughs) There's absolutely no reason
0: why we should even be here. There is no reason, but. (laughs) 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 Okay, but you know what? I'm gonna keep doing it. Damn it! Remember how
2: the other day we were talking to somebody else who started a podcast, and they asked how many listeners do you have, and I'm like (laughs) twelve. That's not realistic, but I was just like, "Who's got anything? Who's got anything?" it's and, and mostly our friends and family and people that we know and probably
1: a few people from India
0: or Pakistan or something
2: <laughs> yeah, like that <laughs> yeah we saw it's Europe. actually
0: funny that you say that we have two <laughs> th- We have. I have two two little blips that bop, plop up from like <laughs> Thailand like Asia yeah, of course but I mean okay let's let's break down the numbers <laughs> there <laughs> but, I, so I don't know if I don't know how long people are listening I guess the average would be like if I had like I don't have the analytics in front of me but it's usually like 10 to 15 minutes that people will listen to the bulk and then it just fades off like that yeah my
2: dad went seven minutes seven minutes and he goes who wants to listen to you for so long what is this <laughs> and that's what he stopped after <laughs> that's that? what he seven, seven minutes in you know what he said he said Phil has a really nice voice okay he's got a voice for radio that's what he said and then he goes after seven minutes it's an hour it's about an hour podcast sometimes and he just goes, who wants to listen to you for so long? Yeah, but you what know you what he'll do?
0: He'll binge watch Game of Thrones. It's like, so HBO can have Thrones. an hour and a half He's show, but we can't. before he goes to bed. <laughs>
2: he doesn't well, go man. to bed. That's the problem.
0: I got beef with your father. Everyone that I would has like, beef with my father. I would actually like to air out on this show. Oh,
1: no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: You know, before we go off on too much of a tangent, we talked about, on, talked about during the break what we want to bring up. Necessary coverages. Necessary yeah. insurance coverages. And what I mean by that is what people should be looking for when they're shopping for a policy. Right. When they first buy a house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Necessary well, uh, coverages. What are they?
1: Well, again, we we did kind of touch on this to some extent before. So normally you're going to get an HO3 policy for a house. And that's considered an all-risk, open perils policy. covers 16 named perils and sudden or accidental damage. Um, but to focus on water-related losses, things that you guys would probably be involved in. Again, you're going to be covered for accidental discharge of water. So that means if a pipe breaks, uh, you know, there's a frozen pipe situation or a dishwasher breaks and water is everywhere, um, it could be an overflow of a toilet and things like that. The, the other key part is just having that endorsement for backup of sewer and drains. So you're covered for a problem with the municipal water system that backs up into your home.
0: What if, you have a backf- what if you have a backflow preventer on your sewer line, which we've put in a couple. Then it
2: won't flood.
0: Right, but does, yeah. that, does that bring down your policy? Can you claim that and oh, say, listen, I have a backflow preventer on my house? I don't know that it would bring
1: anything down because it's, again, the policy that you're initially purchasing, you're not covered for that sewer backup. Okay. You need to buy the endorsement. Yeah, need to gotcha. tack that endorsement on. And the one key thing that I tell people, because a lot of times I see only $5,000 in coverage. I mean, that's like a policy within a policy, right? Mm-hmm. What is $5,000 good for? You're lucky if that covers the yeah. restoration co- cost to clean not, up the dry it's out. not even the material. So if you have a nice basement, a lot of personal property down there, I, I suggest at least 10, maybe more. I did a uh, a claim for somebody after Remnants of Ida hit. She lived in Teaneck or Tanafly. Yeah. And she had twenty-five grand on the policy. And her mom lived in the downstairs, and there was like a kitchen and cabinets um, and everything down there. But, you know, people need to realize, even if you have that endorsement, you don't want it just at $5,000 because you're not going to have money to do yeah. anything but the cleanup. Right. You
0: know? Yeah. You're you're screwed with a clean basement, and then you can't go any, yeah. f- any further than that. And it
1: probably won't cost you a lot of money to to I- increase the coverage. Do you do you encourage people
2: to get certain things on their house, in their house, to help prevent damages? Like I know that we're putting in a lot of like uh, those automatic water feed shutoffs that are yeah, helping people with insurance, and flow. like leak detectors, and leak
1: detectors, detectors yeah, leak detectors, yeah. and stuff like that. It, it never hurts to do that, right? Because y- you don't really want the loss of the claim. So if you can put something in that alerts you that there's a problem, yeah, have, by
0: all means. I have had customers in Englewood, two customers in Englewood said their insurance company was requiring it. Really? Maybe not requiring it, but they would say that they would get Another some kind of the break if yeah. they put it on their house. Okay. And uh, that's, why, that's why I asked about the backflow preventers. Like, you know, maybe all these little steps will kind of help you in the long run with your policy. But you're saying right. it's just pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I
1: mean if you do the backup of sewer and drains endorsement it's probably not going to cost you a lot of money and right. it probably won't cost you a lot more to go from 5,000 to 25,000. We have you know.
0: Were you going to say something?
2: I was going to ask how we make insurance cool for the young generation. <laughs> <laughs> how do we how do we get younger uh, people into insurance? We're struggling for workers. Are you struggling um, for workers?
1: Hey man, uh, I'm always looking to hire so they they can Always looking to train. The cool thing about what I do you can do it as a side gig. You can do it part-time. Mhm. You can make it a full-time thing if you want to. Um and it, all you really need to do is pass the test. And here What's in New the Jersey test like? It's not it's really not that hard. I passed it the first time. And I think you need only 70% to pass.
0: You need a certain type of per- you do you so. have, to have like a salesman? <laughs> do you have to have like a salesman personality or an outgoing personality to deal with this no this kind of industry
1: i mean you could tell that i'm not personable sell at all me this pen. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i you mean say?
2: i said sell me this pen you ever see Wolf so, and yeah, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i mean i wish i had known about this industry when i was younger because uh-huh. i would have done it as at least a side gig or something it's just a it's a cool business it really is there's nothing like it right you get to help people yeah um and you have to you, be well-versed,
2: though, no? You have to be very well-versed in yeah. the language. Well, the funny
1: thing is, you're sitting here and you were saying, like, oh, my God, all, all this information.
0: I've learned all this stuff in the last three years. You got, you got stuck during COVID trying to test into this industry. Yeah. So that kind yeah. of puts you back. A little but, bit, yeah. So my uncle has kids in school. I got little cousins in school at the high school. Right. And they have the job fairs and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're trying to think about next year setting up a table. The we'll pl- make plumbing cool again. Yeah. the we'll make plumbing cool again table. I mean, you want me to get a table for you? You sit right next to us and get well, guys. You know shirts. what's
1: what's interesting and, and uh, it just came to me, we were talking about all this stuff with young people. We actually have like a scholarship program that we do um, for college-age kids. So. Do you that, really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, it's something that they could do um it, there's during, no need to go summer. to
0: summer. There's no need to go to college for this though, right?
1: No, it What's really interesting about this business is there's people from all different walks of life. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's really different. Yeah. I mean, I have a master's degree, <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm doing this. There okay. there are people that... Different l- levels of education, all different walks of life.
0: I gotcha. It It really is interesting. I mean, a big focus on us is the the statistics coming out for the trades, not even specifically plumbing, but the trades is that... And this is why we focus on trying to get kids coming out of high school and vocational schools yeah. into plumbing. That for every seven to ten older guys, plumber, licensed plumber that dies or retires, only one person is replacing them. Wow, and that's huge. I mean, that's that is a scary stat, especially for some a place like ours that is building and building and building and packing more people into here, yeah. and plumbers and carpenters and. Electricians just aren't coming out. It's getting so out.
2: bad. You remember the, the video that I showed? This encompasses everybody because the video that I showed you how the house was... was
0: In a, Utah? It was, the Utah it house? It was like
2: three years old. And it just... They, the, the homeowner started to recognize that the house was creaking and bowing. And right. Like it looked like it was falling apart. There was no earthquakes or anything going on. Yeah. They step outside. They start recording. The house eventually just tips over and collapses the entire house. Wow. It's like a three-year-old house. Yikes! Yeah, that's like these homeowner these these builders these builders are getting worse and worse. It's yeah. not as
0: bad as for us up here where entire houses are collapsing. But within two to three years, we are in these McMansions fixing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these exactly. big expensive McMansions. Wow,
2: we're in houses very new that are that are failing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's most of it is is from shoddy installation. Most of our leaks it are from pex rings that haven't been crimped properly. Right. You know, guys are just plowing through it. And then you get into insurance
1: questions too, because a lot of times insurance companies will say, oh, faulty workmanship. Yeah. Well, you know, this is where it's one of the cool things about my license is we can reopen and double check claims. Is there a time limit on that? We normally want to do it within 12 months of the day that the loss just because we're concerned about... Well, we're concerned about losing the right to sue because that's your big club. that's, oh, your, that's le- your That's your um, leverage. Gotcha. But there are times that we can go beyond that, and it depends on the state. Okay. I gotcha. You know what I mean? But that's that's one thing insurance companies will sometimes do. They'll say faulty workmanship. Um, they'll say wear and tear, lack of maintenance. If, if you're being denied for these reasons, you need a settlement double check. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know
2: well, I mean? that's not the homeowner's fault. That's the problem. It's like you, you bring somebody into your house— not necessarily, or trusting their work. Yeah. As a homeowner, you don't know those things, and you could say faulty workmanship all you want, but it's like, as a homeowner, you just say, oh, "I got like the middle of the road type guy." Yeah. You know, I got I got six estimates. I went with the with the guy who was in the middle of the road, and you're calling faulty workmanship when you know, and he burst a pipe in my house.
0: Right. We also have a a big issue with a lot of claims that we've dealt with when we go with water damage and stuff is someone will have i can't remember what it was a lot of sewer lines aren't covered because yeah it's been an ignored issue so the insurance company will say listen you've been ignoring this for too long you're talking about um, like the the infrastructure like under your lawn that kind of thing not even under the in like a sewer line inside a basement that's going up through a wall, and there's yeah. been a leak that they've been avoiding and like kind of catching in a cup, for okay. like six to eight months, and then all of a sudden it just cracks, and they yeah. have, they have a sewer flood where they won't cover it. What? Yeah, but you well.
2: can't see. A lot of these times, you you saying that somebody's catching this water behind it. In a cup maybe something, that's, but well, let's maybe see that's there's a, a split behind the wall and a sewer line that's behind the wall.
0: Well, that right. they will cover. I'm Listen, probably using
1: the wrong example. Go ahead. If, if you're sitting there with a, a cup or a pail catching water, that's an ongoing issue. You're not dealing with a sudden yeah. or accidental event. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're what ab- basically ad- admitting at that point. What about, yeah. what about uh, a basement flood and you don't have a sump pump? So I don't know if I said this before, but in our lexicon, we don't use the F word flood (laughs) oh what is it i probably did um (laughs) so you're talking but you're
0: talking about like a a broken pipe uh no let's say a storm comes through yeah and and you you just get a basement flood because of the rain yeah but you don't have a sump pump you have no you have that that's surface
1: water and that's basically more like true flood yeah yeah. What's
0: the, what's most insurance companies going to do when that happens? You're not covered for You're it. You're not covered. Yeah.
2: Act of God.
0: <laughs> I mean, everything <laughs> to do with weather is an act. It just doesn't make sense to me. So,
1: but you know, people have to be cautious about um, other things in their policies, like their deductible. We're seeing more and more percentage deductibles. It'll be a percentage of the dwelling coverage. Mm-hmm. So imagine you have this actually happened to me with somebody in Saddlebrook. You want you wanted to talk some about a story. Okay. <laughs> um, lady had. One claim already open, and then another one after the remnants of Ida damage to the roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my brother and my sister-in-law live in Saddlebrook, and apparently the homeowner was posting to social media, I need help, I need a public adjuster. So I reached out to the homeowner, and uh, she was telling me everything that they were dealing with, and I'm thinking, no problem, we should be able to help. Send me your policy, let me take a look at it. I open it up, and they've got a 1% deductible with over $700,000 in coverage on the dwelling. So do the math, $7,000 deductible. So the first claim was a reopen. We were looking to help with and maybe get more money in their pocket. And my adjuster went out and said, no, that's basically like a $7,500 loss. They were paid out like $500 for the loss. Then the other damage to the roof we also assessed it probably around the same amount of money and we're like, we, we can't help you. So I don't know how they got the deductible, whether they, I don't know if they actually accepted it when they first did the policy Mm -hmm. or they got a renewal and the insurance company changed it. Yeah. But this is why the policy reviews I do are so important. You know, uh, there could be separate wind and hail deductibles. I mean, I've seen some bad ones for that. Yeah. um, you know, Allstate is infamous for roof scheduling provisions, which means that you are going to be paid depreciated value over time for the roof. Oh, okay. So it may kick in at like 16 years. I've seen other policies kick in it even after the first year, where, you know, the first year is 100%, then all of a sudden it's 95%. It's mm-hmm. 90%. Uh, so Allstate, most often I've seen them kick in at like 16 years. Yeah. So just imagine you've got a 20 year old roof, storm blows through, you need a new roof, but you have a wind hail deductible of like $10,000 and now your, your roof, you're only going to get like 25 cents on the dollar for the cost of the roof. Okay. And let's say it's a $20,000 roof. Guess how much money you're getting. Not enough nothing. to do the roof. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting nothing. So the these are the things that I call it the double whammy. It's these little but, nuances. They're big and they're brutal. Yeah, they're, they're bit they're more than little nuances. This is this, this is big time stuff where you can really get screwed,
0: especially a first time homeowner. I mean, yeah. the, who doesn't know anything? You know, who hasn't experienced anything? A first time a first time homeowner is coming in trying to like put all this stuff together. And they get yeah. blasted with something, with some random disaster two years in, mm-hmm. you know? I, uh, Yeah, this is the problem. Most people get their homeowner's insurance.
1: I did it. I got it. I put it in a, in a drawer thinking, I'm good if something yeah. happens. Yeah. But and it just doesn't just work not, that way. No,
0: exactly. It really doesn't. I mean, I, I'm not a homeowner. I'll tell you that right now. And I know that when that time comes, you're going to have to You're getting an doodle. H-O-1.
2: <laughs> I'm getting an H-O-0.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just need something uh... it's like liability on a car the the minimum just to drive my little twenty five year old corolla around <laughs> my stupid little one bedroom down in uh East orange but uh this stuff is important, and especially to first like i said first time homeowners because a lot of these people... There's a lot of young money coming up. There's a lot of people making yeah. a lot of money right now. They're buying houses. A lot of people are moving out of the city that have rented right. since they got married. And they're, they're buying houses. moved out houses after COVID, right? A lot of people coming here.
2: <laughs> what? I don't care what happens. So. <laughs>
0: you should. We're, gonna, we're supposed to be in their houses exactly. making everything gonna,
2: good. i going to pay my bill. I don't care what happens with insurance with them. Well, remember... This is for me. This is all for me. <laughs> I'm going to relay this to my family, to my friends... This is not for you people.
0: <laughs> this, is, uh, this is one of those industries, like I said, with you, you go to court, you need a lawyer, you deal with insurance, you need professionals to do that with. You know? Yep. Yes, you do. I don't know. What else are we talking about? What stupid crap are we talking about now going forward? <laughs> what, else, what else can we even touch base with on insurance? Uh Pet insurance there's Who's still, there's, your favorite company more. to deal with?
2: Pet insurance. Well uh. h- how do I insure something like that? That ugly thing that's sitting on the floor yeah to the deductible like, What little something <laughs> what if something What to something happens to him? Do I get money well, pet, do I? you need pet You uh. too
0: pet not you do you you? Do you the time when the time when her behind remember that like 20 years ago <laughs> when she pulled out like seven uh. billion dollars how does
2: a little bit a claim bit of a little bit of well, <laughs>
0: you gotta go. To, you gotta go to her house and check it out and take pictures. And <laughs> well, what
1: was what was the dog, the puppet thing that they had? On?
0: Oh, um, uh, Riot the insult comic. Yeah, dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about him? Oh
1: there was a time when uh, J Lo was at uh, one of the award shows, uh-huh. and they they brought
0: the puppet in. And he was talking. I about thought you her were talking butt.
2: about the South Park puppet. Yeah. He
0: was. Where did he start? He started on Conan, right? Didn't he have this stupid bit on Conan, and then ended up like maybe being yeah. a sensation? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> holy that, that that was hysterical. There you was. Know, I'm going to I'm going to look up clips before I go to bed and just sit do there and you, scroll. Yeah. Through.
2: I do have a question to you because <laughs> I found out recently about life insurance. Do you deal with life insurance at all? No. Okay, because I found out that you can take policies out on people that you're not even related to. You can't, to. though. You can. But it was L- triumph, the insult cause. Triumph.
1: Triumph. I'm saying riot didn't sound right. Anyway, triumph. <laughs> 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 All right, we cleared that up. Continue.
2: No, but you, I found out that you can take out life insurance policies on friends, family, and obviously if something happens, you know, you get... <laughs> You get paid out, so me and my friends yeah. are, gonna, are thinking about starting a death pool. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought
1: I thought we were going right into an ID channel episode here. <laughs> or
0: something No, you have to be careful. So I actually, when you mentioned that to me,
1: I uh, wanted to take a life. I, when I found
2: that out, I immediately came to work the next day, and I was like, "So, can I take a life insurance policy out on you?" And
0: <laughs> and I was at first, I yeah. was offended. First, I was like, yeah. "What are you banking on me dying?" And then, no, like, as I'm smoking a do cigarette, you watch the ID <sighs> channel. No. What is the IG channel? Was it like Crime TV? Yeah, you know,
1: they have all the stories about, you know, how people
0: were killed and stuff like that. There's a whole, when it comes to life insurance, you have term life insurance, you have all this other type of. Yeah. And term life insurance, there's only a certain type of policy that you can do that. I'm not saying that I
2: kill you, but I'm saying that if it happened. Listen, if you pay the premium,
0: you can take a policy out on me. I don't care. You need to look up Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, what's that? He's like a
1: big financial guru. I've heard of his name. Yeah. Is he the bald guy on YouTube? Yeah, he's the bald guy. The bald guy Just on to narrow it down a little
2: bit. Yeah. No, no, the, bo- the bald guy on YouTube. He's <laughs> With like, glasses? He's Old like, guy? Yeah, he's like mega millions. He's worth mega millions. Yeah, he, he's always giving people He advice. does a radio show, too. Yeah. He
0: pops up in my reels sometimes. He's yeah. a smart guy. Yeah. What did that the lady say? second you type
2: in, I want to make money, did, <laughs> Dave that, Ramsey comes up. Is right.
0: that the uh, is that the guy you showed me where a woman, they had over $1 million in yeah, student it was loan a, debt? Yeah, it was
2: a couple that went to like dental school and they ended up... Both of them cum- accumulated like a, about a million, million dollars worth of debt, dollars wow. s- between In student s- loans and credit cards and everything like that. And Yikes. he just goes, "How are you? You need to, you need, you, you need to file for bankruptcy. If like that's it's not, over. Yeah, wow. If
0: that's not snapping people out there's of, there's no helping you. This is why we try to push. S- stop going to college. Just stop going to college. You can get, you can get a great career without college. Now, do you, do do you nowadays.
2: feel that way though? Because you said you have your master's degree. Do you yeah. feel that way that it's, it's not that it's a waste of time, because I don't want to say that we're anti. What'd you school. get your master's
1: degree in?
0: Communications and information studies. And Rutgers. Ha- I, ha- I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to knock your college. Ex- I went to college, I didn't complete it. Yeah. I'm not here to knock co- people's college experiences, sure. but when you when you get down to the the soup the soup and nuts of it oh, is that the right phrase? Wait. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah. Soup and nuts. Where does soup come from? Oh
2: my god. Anyway, <laughs> nuts in when soup. you get down to it,
0: your degree—did it really help you? I mean, can uh, can anyone without a degree get into do what, doing what you're doing? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, a lot of people on
1: different walks of life. Like I said, I I'm, mean, I'm not going to sit here and say you shouldn't go to school. But I mean, oh, yeah. I think you need to weigh the <laughs> uh, the costs and the benefits because I think it's gotten. Nah. crazy expensive. No, nah, I'm boycotting college all it's the It's crazy expensive. Unless you're going to be a doctor if, or a lawyer. If you're going to go, you better know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing we talk about, too. Guys, kids, but, kids come right out of high school at yeah. 17, 18 years old, and they shoot right after college. Yep. And while they're registering for college, they have to pick a major. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Go go to work for a little bit. Go get a job. See what you like. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I think the trades are much more viable option. I mean, listen, I... I I grew up at a time when parents were convinced they needed to send their kids to college, yep. and so it's did I. and it's still like that despite the cost. I mean, yeah. let's face it; it's a racket. Mm-hmm. Higher education is is a freaking racket. Um, yeah, but you know, people parents want to do right by their kids, and they still and I can understand it. They 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 want to send their kids to college. Some of them wanna, want them to have the experience because that's tec- that's definitely you what you're supposed to do. I'm going right? to want my kids to fail, but. It doesn't guarantee you
0: anything. I'm going to be honest.
2: My parents set me up for failure, and I've, I've, I've lived up to the expectation ever since.
0: Yeah. Are you I mean, uh, working for my company, you're a failure? <laughs> no, they're saying that I'm a failure. <laughs> working for my company?
2: Not necessarily working for your company,
0: but... You know what? Get your dad on this podcast it's, next week. Uh, it's an <laughs> insinuation. Let's get him on here. I have so much beef to settle with that man. <laughs> we all do. Uh, what was I going to say? I totally forgot. I had something so good to say. It was so funny. You didn't have anything good I think to say. it was making fun of your hair or something. Yeah, exactly. But it was That's such it a great was.
2: line. Short-term memory loss. You know, you know how you saw all those movies in theaters.
0: Old. Yeah, I remember those though. Oh, <laughs> what kind of movies are you talking? About? <laughs> no, he's, he's making fun of me with my with pointing out His the age. movies I've seen mm. in the movie theater.
2: Star Wars in theaters.
0: No, that's way. Too I can't that's remember too the last time I was in a theater. Yeah, I can't do the movie theater. Have not since COVID for sure. Yeah. And to be honest, I have no. I, I, I have yet to see a preview that actually makes me interested yeah. to go see a movie. I, I pictured you going to see the Barbie movie. You know, I was just gonna say, but we <laughs> went time. I almost, that. I almost went. He's like, who doesn't want to <laughs> see?
2: Who doesn't want to see Margot Ro- Robbie and and Ryan Gosling? I think this is like the two best looking people in Hollywood.
0: I gar- I haven't seen the reviews on it but I guarantee you it's horrible no. my <laughs> wife took the kids she she said it was terrible yeah <laughs> it just seems pr- it's, it's, it seems like when something like that is really popular when something so absurd is super popular and the yeah. media is like Barbie 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 it seems like almost like like brainwashing or just like <laughs> subliminal messages and <laughs> the whole thing I just want to stay far away from it yeah
1: it, it's not on my list unless without it, getting too political yeah. unless it gets nominated for an academy award <laughs> even then, I'll be fu- I'll be forced to watch. Even
0: it. then, let's be honest, the academy is garbage. Yes. The academy is garbage. Yeah. All
1: the
2: money is thrown at television shows. But all uh, those TV people, shows. all they have, Series.
0: they're just giving themselves awards. <laughs> for what? I mean, where's my award for where's your award for oh. going that crawl space today? My paycheck? <laughs> did they have awards for You gave for me plumbers? a high f- You gave me a high five no, when saying. I came out. The plumbing academy. <laughs> you don't have to You don't have to pretend yeah. that I'm proud of you. It's okay. <laughs> i mean they're they're up there like it's saying lines on a paper with a stupid accent and and then you you know what you hear oh, wow actors you say? pretended
2: to be somebody else today
0: yeah. you know what you hear actors say oh it was just for four months we were just filming on this location it was just <laughs> crazy and it was cold and the wind and, and i had to do this it's like you know what lady Shut, like who in their right mind wants to hear your ramblings about your hard life where you're making tens of millions if of dollars? If you pat somebody
2: down. in the back long enough, and if you tell them they're amazing for, for, for a long enough time, and they're going to believe be, that. there will be a so. cultural influence.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to get too political, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just complete Look, absurdity with
1: Hollywood right now. And I can't even... I think I saw somebody in social media, like when it was around the Major League Baseball trade deadline, uh-huh. saying how... Oh, you, you got to feel for some of these players. I mean, they have to now pack up and move. I'm like, you've oh, got to it's be insani- kidding me. It's insanity. These guys, it's like they hit the mega millions ev- I, every year. And they can pack up and move pretty yeah. easily. they got the money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, need to do I
2: went to a baseball game last weekend. I went to a Yankees game last weekend. And I don't like baseball, but my brother yeah. gets tickets, whatever. I went and I cannot. Put, I cannot make the trans, the connection between the amount of money that they make versus right. what they do. Yeah, yeah. ninety five percent of this game, these people are standing around, and most people won't even touch the ball unless like you're just like throwing it around to each other as like you're like having a catch. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it's it's crazy to me that these guys are some of the highest paid people in the entire world. Mm-hmm. It's a- Entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. <laughs> it wasn't entertainment. even entertaining. It's distraction. You know Amen. who made it entertaining? The fans, because you get drunk, and you just go, <laughs> you know, you you get excited about you know the most mundane things. Nine times out of ten, the <laughs> the ball hit in the outfield is not a home run. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay,
2: you know that the guy is catching it. Only yeah. if he misses the ball, did something exciting happen. It's yeah.
0: America's pastime.
2: I, listen, I I think it's nice, but but.
0: You, to know get paid mom, that money is you know what my mom? You know my mom goes out and, in Ohio. They play old timey baseball. They have these games where they dress up like Babe Ruth era, <laughs> and they like have
2: segregated baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> is that what no, that they is? No, tr-
0: they 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 play like period so, baseball games. They'll go, they'll dress up like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babe Ruth, the old-timey, right. and they'll have, like, reenact... You know my brother does Civil War reenacting? Yeah. yeah. They basically reenact old Civil War uh, baseball yeah. games. It's like the Field of Dreams. At yeah. The end. Yeah. yeah. I went there. It's, really it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. But here's the thing, and the same thing with war reenacting, all the guys there are, like, 85 years old mm-hmm. so they were those that's their original yes, uniform there's a huge they,
2: problem with replacing these yeah. <laughs> civil war guys same how do you thing get the reenacting? youth into civil war reenacting yeah.
0: <laughs> same thing with reenacting it's all old guys like it's a dying thing mm-hmm. have you ever been to a reenactment like a civil, no like, no they not are really. so cool okay it sounds dorky and it sounds <laughs> stupid and it sounds boring but if you go to Gettysburg on like a five or ten year anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg, right, you're talking five to eight thousand soldiers dressed wow. reenacting battles on these hills, and That's you're sitting crazy. there. You're sitting there in bleachers watching this whole thing. So I was there at the 150th anniversary of Gettysburg. So they did a reenactment of the Battle of Antietam, um, Little Round Top and Big Round Top. Yeah. They did the tours and everything. And when you see thousands of guys in period clothing on mm-hmm. this field fighting, including cavalry and artillery, because they have horse battles. These guys will come up and have horse battles. And you're watching this. It's impressive. But every, like, the average age of the, these guys is like 45, 50. Right. You know? And it's a thing that we're going like, to lose because people don't find it interesting anymore. Well, it's funny because I've never been to Gettysburg.
1: It's on my bucket list. Are I, you serious? I, I've never done it, yet. Yeah.
0: Listen, as an American, how dare you? I don't care what American <laughs> persuasion you are; you have right. to get to Gettysburg. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Well, I, I, I'm sad to admit I've never been to PNC Art Center either, so I feel like I'm not a, a, a true New Jersey. Are you from yes. New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: fine. You were born and
1: raised I, in New I'm Jersey. Jer- you've never uh, yeah. been to PNC. Overrated. Anyway. I am a Jersey boy. Holy Overrated. Cow. There's nothing special, about but PNC. somehow I've I've never but seen a, a show there.
0: It's our Performing Arts Center. Whatever. Okay, so you want to know the story about PNC Bank Art Center? So we used <laughs> to go... You sneak, did you sneak
2: in somewhere? Oh, shut up. Did everybody, Why you to ruin my... <laughs> everybody snuck in somewhere at PNC.
0: We oh, used I to jumped sneak, the fence. Snuck in, we used to sneak in it's a all snuck. the time. Okay, so here's the thing about PNC. Where the security offices are now yeah. were the bathrooms. And you would walk behind the building to go to the bathroom. And they never changed the fence here. But the problem is you can't jump the fence here anymore because it's, it's now security office, not bathrooms. And we did it for like eight years. <laughs> That's how I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers, Stone yeah. Temple Pilots, Slipknot. Wow. Who else did we see by jumping the fence like way back in the day? And then they switched to security office because they finally caught yeah. on, I guess. Right. But that if I don't know. How, you, how do you grow up in New Jersey without seeing a show at PNC? I, I can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> every artist it, it is a mark of shame right now. Every time artist comes to New Jersey, they love playing for Jersey crowds yeah. cuz we're the best crowd. <laughs> we really are the best crowd at a live show. Yep, I've been to so many concerts where the guys are up st- up on stage screaming that, "Yeah, we love coming to Jersey." And the w- crowd is going nuts. <laughs> it's
2: the same thing everywhere.
1: They yeah. get it. Okay, probably. Every- <laughs> they get it probably. But Well, they need to do is shout the name of the city
0: and Yeah, I guess you're easy right. Hello, All right,
2: Wisconsin. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Who even like Swiss
0: That's that whatever. Show. New Jersey's awesome to play a show for. But, <laughs> I, well, what I, else I, we got? What else we want to talk about? Do you have a story? Do you have a story you want to share? I
1: don't know if I have a story. All right. <laughs> I have been to see shows, of course, at Giant Stadium. And all okay.
0: That. Well, who'd you see at Giant Stadium? I,
1: I've seen ACDC, Metallica. Well, ACDC might have been the new Met Life at the time. I'm not sure. By, th- by the way, I got to say, after knocking down Giant Stadium, you think they could have built a nicer stadium than they built? How will,
0: how long ago did they knock it down? See, ah, this is how little 10, I care about football. About
2: ten years ago, they had plans. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. They yeah, I got gotcha. you.
2: I think they their intentions yeah. were to build like a not like a city, but like a little community over there. They I think they had plans to build casinos and walkable right. city type area oh, okay. that's where you have now sustainable american dream sustainable. but none of that ever worked out because yeah. it, it's all it's all swampland it's all a, a dead
1: but but the stadium itself has no character i think they just wanted yeah. the luxury boxes and all that stuff yeah <laughs> that's all
0: modern football is it's <laughs> yeah. it's luxury and then put the schmucks yeah. in the stands
1: Listen, it's what like other eighty thousand people stadium i used but, to see i used, it used to, to, be to be brendan burn arena what is that He's the fr- the former governor, the uh, where the Nets used to play and the Devils used to oh, play. Oh, okay,
0: all right. Yeah, uh, well, I remember. You remember
1: Brendan Byrne Arena.
0: Well, I, actually, I'm pretending to remember him right now to okay. make you feel comfortable. <laughs> I think I, I saw a page implant there. <laughs> I used to go see Dave Matthews every year yeah. at Giant Stadium back in 96, 97, 98. And I don't care what anyone says. I <laughs> love Dave at, Matthews. Don't look at me. Not you a say? Big I fan. love. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan. Every musician in his band is amazing. The violinist is amazing. The drummer is amazing. You know what his
2: problem is? He thinks because he's a musician, and he's a good musician, I'll give it to him. He thinks because he's a musician that when he says something and he makes a claim like that, that it's, it's... it's now the word. Yeah. Okay, so whatever he says, you you don't <laughs> know music, so
0: you don't know. Well, when you tell me something about soccer, I believe you.
2: It doesn't mean that I'm <laughs> I'm the end all be all for soccer, but I at least
0: give you that when you oh. talk about because you soccer. really know nothing a Red about Bull, soccer.
1: A Red Bull. Red <laughs> Bull
0: fan? Huh? Red Bulls? No, oh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't watch sports. I just don't do it. Like I don't <laughs> have the time or the or even like the interest. What even yeah. football. I used to play fantasy football when all my friends were together, but now they're all married with kids, and I yeah. couldn't give two craps about anything football. Yeah. To me, it's such a distraction, and like it, it just—I I have no time for it. Not, I'm a
1: fantasy baseball guy.
0: Are you fantasy baseball? Yeah. All right, at least 30, at least thirty years. At least America's pastime. I'll give you that. But football at this yeah. point is just—it's absurd. There's I not haven't. one.
2: There's not one <laughs> single sport you can convince me that. They're worth the money that they get paid.
0: W- women's soccer.
2: <laughs> don't make me laugh.
0: <laughs> you don't think they're, they're worth WNBA? The money they, WNBA. Yeah. There you go. I mean, there you go. There's there's athletes that make what they what they deserve. No. <laughs> no, it's still free too market, much. man. <laughs> free market. It's exactly. Right. You know what was funny? Uh, there's uh, this is all controversial right now like the women's the women's team not making as much and all these people who are on tv like complaining like oh it's it's just so unfair that the women are getting paid for paid less yada yada and then you ask them like name five players yeah i don't know it's not my responsibility. well if you want them to make money then go to the freaking games (laughs) and and like buy their merchandise whatever this could go on a bad tangent you know what (laughs) I think we've talked about plenty of stuff today, and we have we have a ton of we have a ton of material in this podcast. But uh, Mike, thanks for coming in, Mike Proto. Let's go. Let's let's, you know what. Let's go through this stuff again. Mike Proto from Metro Public Adjustment, claims adjuster for the homeowner, claims adjuster for the people. For the people. Your website is. And I'll put this in the description, but yeah. property claim or property claims claims pl- plural property claims pro dot com. <laughs> Jump on his yeah. website if you have anything that happens in your house. Hit up Mike. He will come in and he will fight for you. He's uh a claims adjuster for the people. You should put that on your business card. You <laughs> can't give, give me and, and, and cut me in. Uh, <laughs> you
2: need you need that like Better Call Saul type. Yeah, maybe a like little tagline. Better Call Pro. I gotta or, work on no. <laughs> this is cool
0: like that. You know, what? I'm going to become a claims adjuster and take that tagline. What? Claims adjuster for the people.
2: But the people. Uh. <laughs> this is true. <laughs>
0: but uh, all right, folks. Thanks for listening, Mike. Again, thanks for being here. It was a lot oh. of fun. Yep. And uh, fun. we'll talk to you next week.